included in the numbers, not those who died in hospitals. Oprah has an exclusive interview with Meghan Markle about what Markle says is continuing harassment by the royal palace. Though she says she and Prince Harry are trying to move on with a new home in California. What is right about this time? Well, so many things that were on the other side of a lot of a lot of life experience mm-hmm. that's happened and also that we have the ability to make our own choices mm-hmm. in a way that I couldn't have said yes to you then. That mm-hmm. wasn't my choice to make. The interview airs Sunday. Still no COVID stimulus plan because the Senate spent all night listening to clerks read the entire thing. Deborah Alfaron reports. Section 2, table of contents. While most of the country slept, Senate clerks were at work reciting every word of the 628-page COVID relief bill backed by President Biden. For A23 and other related activities. The entire process took nearly 11 hours. Wisconsin Republican Ron Johnson requested the reading. All I'm trying to do is make this a more deliberative process. Now, obviously shine the light on this abusive and obscene amount of money. We Democrats want America to hear what's in the plan. Pope Francis arrived in Iraq this morning, the first visit there by a pope. He'll spend three days there. The government's out with its February jobs report showing the U.S. added 379,000 jobs. That's a hopeful sign for the economy. This is CBS News. Switch to T-Mobile for business and get an amazing deal on your business plan. Stop in-store today for details. Terms and conditions apply. See T-Mobile.com for more. This Inside Edition report is sponsored by Indeed. Here's the Inside Edition team with some advice on how to stay safe as ice and snow start to thaw. Following weeks of winter storms blanketing America, warmer temperatures are here. Turning all that snow and ice into potentially dangerous projectile. I spoke to professional roofer June Deegan from Deegan Roofing. This is a dangerous time of year, especially when the snow starts to melt. Why is that? So we're dealing a lot with an overnight freezing process and a thawing out during the day. So the overnight, a lot of these icicles and everything's freezing. Um, and then over the daytime, everything's thawing out. So that's what's creating these large icicles hanging over people's doors and, and windows causing issues. Deegan says use a ladder and never go on the roof. And we're telling homeowners, please stay off the roof. It's an instant gratification world. That's why Indeed has Instant Match. It searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver you people who fit your job description right away. To learn more about all Indeed's great hiring tools, visit Indeed.com credits. A scholarship has been created in honor of a late Tony Award-winning dancer and choreographer. Jennifer Kuyper has the story. It's good. Anne Reinking died last year at the age of 71, leaving behind a legacy of dance that was a hybrid of jazz and burlesque. Being offered in her name is a $5,000 annual award and mentorship for a young dancer moving to New York City to help support them in their artistic endeavors. The scholarship is being awarded by the Off the Lane Mentorship Program. It will be open to anyone with a cutoff age of 21. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Culture and tourism workers in Paris are occupying a famous theater demanding more government support. The pandemic has devastated their livelihoods. They're sleeping in sleeping bags and have unfurled banners that call for more assistance. Theaters and museums in Paris have been closed for much of the past year because of the pandemic. I'm Cammy McCormick, CBS News. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers built for business and powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more. All with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing matter license in all 50 states and MLS consumer access.org number 3030. 
In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. One great thing about the Athens area, people want to support locally owned businesses. In a very tough time, remember that the money you spend locally means a lot to the small Athens businesses. Hi, this is Jarrett Jones from CNE Hardware and Outdoors, and I'm asking you to visit great local companies like White's Mill, Floor and More, Friendly Paws, Ohio Valley Running Company, and of course, CNE Hardware and Outdoors. Your business matters to us. Please shop local. Tax time is here again. And this year, H&R Block has many filing options to make it easy for you. Our tax pros are here to get your maximum refund with or without the office visit. You can drop by an office, use our drop-off service, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. <laughs> That's right. Send a few pics from your phone and you never even have to leave home. You can stay in your sweatpants. Block has options for everyone. With so many ways to file, it's just another way Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are buns, and then there are McDonald's buns, like the warm steamed buns the filet of fish is served on, fluffy and perfect. Or the three layers of buns topped with sesame seeds with two beef patties sandwiched in between to make the Big Mac. Classic. And McDonald's buns are reserved for the very best. And you. Now mix and match the filet of fish or Big Mac. Get any two for just $5. But up, 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 Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item, at regular price. The Trimble Tomcats head to the district finals for their third consecutive year as they defeated Peebles 64-56. Their opponent will be Fairfield as the Lions defeated Federal Hawking 62-49. Athens County postseason basketball is brought to you by Larry's Doghouse, Steak and Shake, Snyder, Fuller, and Stroh. State Farm Insurance Agency, Agent Shauna Stump, and Wendy's of Athens. Here the district final game between the Tomcats and the Lions starting at 645 for 105.5 FM and online at wxtq.com slash power 105. Well, Coach Turf, I see you're all set to leave for Indiana Orthopedic University in your ball game with IOU. Now, you told me on that last program that your starting safety Stubby Simmons might be out of action due to an injury this week. If so, who's going to be taking his place in the IOU game? Well, you know, we was talking about that. You know, IOU has one of them bone-crushing ground games. You know, they run the wishbone. So what we're going to do, we figured out we're going to take our free safety out of the lineup and put in an extra linebacker, and we're going to use a freshman boy name of a Plug Donovan. You know, he ain't very tall. In fact, I believe his waistline's about the same as his height. But anyway, he's real capable of filling in whatever holes we got in our defensive line. Well, I wanted to ask you about your game plan on offense because obviously you're going to have to score more points than you did last week if you're going to win. Well, that's right. You know, I've been saying that all along. In fact, ever since 1937, our game plan has always been the same, and that is score more points than the other folks, and that way we'll win. The boys haven't been following the game plan. So this week we're going to try something different. Well, what is that, Coach? Well, we're going to put in another tight end on the weak side and rotate him toward the slot and hoping that creates a little daylight between the rover and the inside linebacker on the strong side, provided, of course, the nose guard in the corner covering the X receiver takes the bait and creates man coverage on the halfback who goes in motion to fake the pitch out, and that gives the quarterback the option of going to the triple wing side. Coach, that sounds a bit complicated to me. Well, it must be. I've, I've only gotten now to the point where I can draw it on the chalkboard. I'll be back with Coach Turf. In just a moment. Brought to you is a great service of Sickles Sanitation. Be listening. No. Do it right, Palmer. 
Coach Turf, I'm still trying to figure out your offensive game plan you explained a moment ago. Would you would you run that bias one more time? Well, you, you take the tight end, and uh, he rotates over toward the slot, and the uh, daylight, the uh, inside linebacker, uh, the uh, well, the corner and the nose guard on the other side, uh, and, and the halfback is supposed to, we, we fake him to pitch out, and the quarterback, uh, we have the triple option wing side. All right, Coach, that second consecutive road game is coming up this week. Has scheduling the first two games on the road created any additional hardships for your coaching staff and your players? Well, what it does is we got to make sure we wash our white road uniforms for two straight weeks in a row. You know, they ain't nothing more embarrassing than walking out onto the football field wearing dirty uniforms. You know, uniforms is supposed to be dirty after the ball game, not before it starts. And that puts a lot of pressure on our equipment manager, good old Suds Bleachman. But he does a real fine job keeping our uniforms all cleaned up. Well, Coach, are you planning on bringing back a victory this week? Well, you know what they say. Uh, they say that you win some and you lose some, and I say, wouldn't that be nice? Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H, Wow, look at that sunshine just booming through the window. 27 degrees at the moment, though. And it was chilly out. And that wind yesterday, mercy. Supposed to get up to uh, 43, which will be much better. And very welcome, right? And it's a Friday, and we got a free-for-all. And of course, Yabba Dabba do. March 5th it is, and um, let's see here. There's some sign. What, what was what was the deal they were making? Uh, they were concerned about could there be another bunch of people raise hell at uh, the nation's capital. Was that? Uh, was <laughs> that's was, one way. Was to put that? It. Was that? Uh, <laughs> Yesterday or today? That was yesterday. Okay. And what? Why? Why did they say March fourth? I don't know why they picked that particular day, but you know, apparently some far right group, uh, QAnon, I think, was supposed to be involved in this, but nothing okay, happened. Well, I mean, they fortified. That way. Yeah, they it, fortified the Capitol with. That was disgraceful. Yeah, with all the. Uh, Extra National Guard troops. I mean, folks, I, razor wire. I'm sorry. I'm not taking sides here. I, um, I have an opinion, but I don't think it matters. Um, Everybody does. But what I'm getting at is that is not the way our nation should act. Okay? We go through... Um, there can be people who don't agree. And then there's... Do I need to go on? Probably um, not. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll, you I'll can if you want, there. but you know, uh, you know, to, if there was someone people. locally who went and participated in that, I'm sorry. I I don't think that was right. I think it's perfectly fine to object and to go through processes that are constructive in educational and uh, I don't know what words to use but mercy okay enough enough enough. times have changed for sure well yeah but when times change 
you expect it to be for the better. You would hope so, yep. But we live in this ultra-sensitive society now, it seems like, that people are so easily offended about something. And again, I don't mean to take sides either, but we all saw what happened. Now the Capitol building in D.C. looks like a, I don't know what to call it. You know what, um, I mean, the cameras, they can focus in on little things here and there. You know, the barbed wire wrapped at the top of uh, chain link fences and things like that. But when you go there, it's not that bad. Um, As long as I can remember, there have been uh, restricted entries and um, uh, different mornings you'll have traffic channeled different directions because a number of people work on the hill and the building's all about it, uh, adjacent buildings. Um, you know, I used to work a lot in the Cannon House Office building uh, when um, Miller. Clarence. Clarence Miller was, thank you. I was embarrassed that I couldn't remember his name because I worked so closely with him. Uh, when Clarence Miller was our um, state rep. Uh, I'm sorry, congressman. Yeah. Um, and others, too. Well, anyway. But, you know, like you said, not all of D.C. looks that way. A good example of that happened this morning when you brought that up. It made me think of Ukraine. You know, what? when people think of Ukraine, not taking a poke at Ukraine or anything like that, I mean, I, I think seems like people get this vision of, you know, pollution and factories and, you know, uh, labor issues and things like that and just gray and overcast. I saw a picture this morning of Ukraine and the mountains and the beautiful scenery, flowers, trees, sunrise. I mean, it was gorgeous. And it was totally different from what I see a lot of times when they do reports from that area. We, uh... We hosted a Ukrainian student in our home, and um, oh, I, I've seen many photographs. And so my, uh, what do you call it? I didn't have an image that you had. I had a different am- image because of what he had shown us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, different uh, exposure like you had versus, yeah. you know, you had the personal exposure with that and a lot Somewhat, of times yeah. yeah we i mean he lived with us for a year sure we got to know via long distance his parents and yep. things like that just like you said earlier about educating people on things and showing them things like your student that you hosted showed you some very nice things about we, ukraine we were trying to make a list the other day because i i had said at some dinner meeting had a nice one last night out at the Albany Cafe. Anyway, we like to go out to different dinners, and we, we meet with friends, right? And it's very, we don't have a big group, but they're all safe, and people are doing, never mind. Let me move on. Uh, I, I said um, we, that I thought we had had 23 students live with us. Some were high school aged, like through Rotary, and uh, foreign exchange students, if you will. Some were uh, college age. Some were in uh, advanced degree age. Um, Many of them internationals, but not exclusively. I love that experience. I simply love it. And then they keep in touch with you for years to come. There's one fellow, Linnell Hamilton. I probably have mentioned him before. He was from um, uh, La Hood. Okay. He was African-American. And uh, by the Hood, I mean... Um, it's part of San Francisco. Um, where all the docks are. Oh, well, I'll let it go. Uh, 
if I can't get it fast, this is radio. We've got to keep moving. It'll come to me in a minute, I'm sure. Anyway, so, he, you know, he um, somehow or other his family got tied into Lancaster, Ohio a little bit. He had emancipated himself. Do you know that term, folks? That means he had, even though he was um, 17 or 18 years of age, he no longer had, um, he was independent financially. And he didn't have a whole lot of money. But that meant that he had kind of subtracted himself from his parents' uh, burdens. Okay? Anyway, he got involved with some family members that happened to be living up in Lancaster. And then he got involved in the Lancaster branch of OU. And lo and behold, he came down here, right, to move on with his degrees. Well, Linnell... Um, we took him in, and um, he he dressed like the hood. I, I I don't know how to say that. I mean, I know how to say it. I just don't know how to describe it. Um, and and there was a day we took him down to um. Oh, what was the story that was still here? Elder Beerman. And um, measured him for a dress shirt and khakis. And it was so weird, you know. But I said, um, this this was only a few years ago. So I said, do you think Obama would have been elected president if he dressed in the manner you do? This was while we were having a dinner one night. And I don't remember, but anyway, I said, when we're done, we're going to, let's go down the store and, you know. So we did. And we measured his neck and measured his sleeve length, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And um, yeah. I remember a couple months later, he was with some friends, and they were up in Columbus, I think at Easton, when it still existed, that mall. And he called and said, now, what, what, what's my shirt size again? <laughs> <laughs> so he was buying another um, nice shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Linnell lives in Sacramento now. And keeps in touch regularly. And even showed up at Christmas a couple of years ago unexpectedly. Oh, cool. Yeah. When he graduated from Ohio University, we threw a party, and his California family came in, his Lancaster, Ohio family came down, of course, stuff like that. It was really neat. Yeah, that's so. Great so for the, that young anyway, man. I think it's twenty-three folks that we we've hosted, and we love them all. All right. Hey, when you were speaking of San Francisco a little while ago, the only thing that came to mind was the Asbury. No. Area? Not there? No, this okay. is... Uh, Silicon Valley is the only... No, no, I don't no, even no, know no. where that this is. is. This is like a suburb. Okay. And it's... Um, I remember putting my car... When, when I moved to Hawaii, I drove Barb's car across country. I think it was a little green Volkswagen Bug. And... Um, down in the harbor, put it on a shipping boat, and off it went to Hawaii, and then we flew over, and then I got, uh, a day or two later, the car ride. Um, it doesn't matter. All right, good morning, 970 WATH. Uh, as I said, I think <laughs> I've gone so far. What the hell? Look, I've talked 18 <laughs> minutes here. Well, no, Art Turf was in there. Um, today's March 5th. It's a Friday. 64th day of this year. 301 go yet to go. Um, let's see. Historical stuff. On March 5th, 1953, Joseph Stalin died after three decades in power. Soviet, right? Dictator, many would say. 
What else? In 1770, the Boston Massacre took place as British soldiers who had been taunted by a crowd of colonists opened fire, killing five people. 1868, the impeachment trial of President Andrew Johnson began. Um, nineteen thirty-three, the Germany parliamentary elections. The Nazi Party won forty-four percent of the vote. The Nazis joined with the Conservative Nationalist Party to gain a slender majority in the Reichstag. Any given date, you can come up with probably twenty to twenty-five significant things in history. It's truly true. I mean, we see it every day. We don't always have the time to share it with you. We may even catch some of the earlier ones here in a moment. Um, Let's see. March 5th today is National Employee Appreciation Day. Well done back there. Oh, why, thank you. Open the door. I'll yell it to some more. All right, hang on. Well done out there. (laughs) You know, we have 33 members of our staff. Dave says well done out there to all employees, all three of you. (laughs) Three of them. I just got done saying there's 33 of us. We're just not here at the same time. Three of us are. (laughs) And with COVID, that's really restricted things. That's why there's only three. There might be four. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, a lot of people working from home, of yeah. course. And uh, anyway, National Employee Appreciation Day is today. National Dress in Blue Day. Well, I fouled that up. I got khaki and green. You got it. I got blue. You just got blue on. Yeah, this it has a a, a little more significant meaning than just. The color? Yeah, just that. So? Um, it, it is to raise awareness of uh, colon cancer. Hmm. Uh, now, you know, we, we wear the pink ribbons for yep. uh, breast cancer, so to speak. Uh, so it encourages National Blue Day, encourages everyone to learn about the causes of colon cancer and raise awareness by wearing blue. And uh, much like I said, the pink ribbon represents uh, some loss to breast cancer. Uh, the blue okay. honors uh, memory of those lost to colon cancer. All righty. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, if you would just read that National Dress in Blue Day, you know, that's pretty much on the surface. Right now I somebody can't get my coffee that. cup to close. Uh-oh. There it goes. I got it now. Okay, I didn't mean to lighten that, but uh, that's a, certainly an a important topic. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, National Dress in Blue Day. National Day of Unplugging. I don't think that's for plumbers. Nope. Nor electronic devices. Uh, well, 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 isn't it? Actually, it could be. But it's more, I think, in tune with unplugging ourselves, according to what, what. Um, uh, but but the from being focused so much on electronic, that social media, computers, yeah, cell phones, sure. things like that. Yeah, that's what I took. Yeah, so unplug that, and which means unplug yourself from that, and enjoy your day without that, if it's possible. Okay, National Cheese Doodle Day. Ooh, there you go. National Absinthe Day. I'm, I know I've seen this word, but for the life of me, I can't quite recall its purpose or meaning. It's a drink known as the Green Fairy, originated in Switzerland. Is it booze? Yes. Absinthe. Yes. Did Did I say it right? I think so. So we could go to the liquor store and get absinthe? Um, most likely, I would think. Yeah. Okay, so describe it again. Uh, it's a drink known as the Green Fairy, originated in Switzerland in the 18th century, rose to popularity in the uh, early 20th century France, 
especially with artists and writers. Apparently, this drink has no sweetener or sugar in it. Oh. Well, I was with you until then. <laughs> you know, folks, I, I'm i not a heavy drinker by any means. I think I've honestly told you I've been drunk twice in my life, and they were both when I was underage. <laughs> my, my parents <laughs> yeah. loved that. And, and where were you? In Kentucky. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It Berea, was Kentucky. Kentucky. I was going the other place. I spent 13 summers in Berea. Well, not the whole entire summer, but two weeks each time. Anyway. Now, where was I going to go? Anyway, this... Um, but I do like sweet drinks. Sweet wines. Um... And I know a lot of first-class wine drinkers really turn their nose up at that, but I do like it. Sweet. Okay, going on. National Multiple Personality Day. Okay. National Speech Debate Education Day. National Don't Call... Um, while we're on party line. Yeah. <laughs> That's even someone who knows better. <laughs> you could make that a national day here. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, I think we've hit them. So let's see here. Of all of those, National Employee Appreciation Day. That's I, I'll buy that. I don't know how we would function if nobody was a part of us. So, so much to do. Okay, we'll set this over here. Let's see, some more historical events. Year 363, that's a ways back. Roman Emperor Julian moves from Antioch with an army of 90,000 to attack the Sassanid Empire, Empire. Sassanid, I'm not sure the pronunciation is close. In a campaign that brings about his own death. Emperor Julian, Roman Emperor Julian. In the year 1046 on this date, Persian scholar Nasser Khosro begins the seven-year Middle Eastern journey, which he will later describe in his book, Safranama. Okay. Well, let's, let's see your birthdays. Okay, already. <laughs> My phone is misbehaving. Well, it's not. People are calling me. Oh. The front door is locked for somebody. Yeah, I just asked Liz if she could. Did she's you going, get it too? She's going, yeah. Okay. One of our staffers, we need to get him a key. Okay. That, that, that call I don't mind. <laughs> um, let's see here. Okay, here we go. Andy Gibb. He was an actor, right? And a singer, maybe? Yep, both. Okay. One of the Gibb family members. I think he was a cousin to the guys in the Bee Gees. Or maybe he was a younger brother. Well, he's born in 58 on this date, but died in 88. Yeah, he's the he's a younger brother. That's right. Henry, uh, Henry II of England was born on this date in the year 1133. He died in 1189, Henry II of England. Okay, these next two, I'll need your help. Okay. Momofuku Andu, A-N-D-U. Uh, I'm sorry, A-N-D-O. Born on this date in 1910. Died in 2007. 
How do you spell the other name? M-O-M-O-F-U-S-K-E-U. He was a Taiwanese-Japanese inventor and businessman who founded Nissan Food Products. Uh, He is known as the inventor of instant noodles and creator of the brand's top ramen and cup noodles. Ramen noodles? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a pasta guy, and um, Asian pasta especially. Yeah. I, I, you know, ramen noodles, say what you want about them. I, I like them. Yeah, I love them. I, I like the chicken flavor, and I actually put peas in there, too. Oh, sure. Okay, and then this one's equally difficult. Zhao, that's Z-H-O-U, first name. In lie. E-N-L-A-I. Now, this person was born on this date in 1898 and died in 1976. He was the first premier of the People's Republic of China from October 1949 until 1976. He was China's head of government. Okay. Stalin, Joseph Stalin, died on this date in 1953. Or is he was born in 1878? And then here's one I don't know. Crispus Etux. Etux? Okay, Crispus is C-R-I-S-P-U-S. Last name A-T-T-U-C-K-S. They don't know exactly when he was born, but he did. he's considered famous, and he died on this date in 1770. He was an American of African and Native American descent, widely regarded as the first person killed in the Boston Massacre, and thus the Uh, first American killed in the American Revolution. Fair enough. Okay. um, I've got... uh, I've got... uh, Two topics in front of me immediately. There's a third I could do. We also have a fun song to end the show with this week. Um, three minutes in length. Okay, should we do the um, COVID thing first, or should we do? Yeah, go for the it. royal family thing. Yeah, first? let's do. Uh, okay, as you mentioned, in those that order. And if you're wondering what what we're what we're getting at when I say the royal family, I'm this um, there is this show that's going to be Sunday night at eight p.m. on CBS. Oprah Winfrey has recorded an interview that's supposed to be uh, like amazing. With Meghan and Harry. The royal family, right? Yes. Well, used to be. (laughs) At least at the present moment, they aren't. But, well, anyway. So, first things first. There's a little bit of a stink going on between them and the royal family. Well, yeah. But it's also, you know, it's a very secretive stuff. Yep. And this program Sunday night should be somewhat enlightening. Yeah, it certainly sounds like that. 8 to 10, Sunday evening on CBS. Okay. We're very proud of our CBS um, affiliation here. All right, COVID. Between yesterday and today, I'm sorry, between, because we're always, the report that I, all the data I enter is at 2 p.m. daily. It's updated at 2 p.m. So the information I'm going to mention here is as of 2 p.m. yesterday. 
in short, we have four new cases yesterday in our county. You know, that's that really sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah, it's four, I mean, four a, too many. But a week ago, we had nineteen in a day. Yeah, and twenty, and so on. Yep. But four new cases between Wednesday at two and Thursday at two, bringing the total up to four thousand six hundred and fifty-four cases that have occurred in this county since this all began. Now the good thing is that. Um, 4,264 of those, that's to say 91, almost 92% have recovered. But presently, we have 253 active cases. 163 are in a hospital, and 90 are recovering at their homes. We are showing uh, for the last three days. We've the it jumped from thirty-three deaths to forty-seven deaths, and it's been forty-seven, 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 and before that it was thirty-three, thirty-three, thirty-three. So something in their record keeping got um, corrected. where they had failed to include maybe maybe a couple people from um, nursing homes or something like that. But uh, 47 deaths in um, Athens County are attributed to um, COVID. Or... Now, somebody can have some other health issues, and then COVID had an effect on those. But I choose to use the larger number. Okay. Vaccinations. As of yesterday, 9,203 people in Athens County have been vaccinated. That's 14.1%. State of Ohio, as of yesterday, they had 1,875 new cases, bringing the total to 974,480. So we're approaching a million. But 974 is 8.34%. Our county, 7.12%. In the state, 75,000 are currently active cases. (coughs) 7,000 or about... 7,000 of those are in ICU, 43,000 in hospital otherwise. And this figure I I don't feel is accurate, but it says 7,000 are recovering at home. I think that figure should be higher. But um, I've got something wrong in my calculations. But uh, this figure is good, 899,000, so almost 900,000 are recovered now. And then this is the newest stuff. 1,803,091 people have been vaccinated. That's 15.4% of our state's population. And of course, uh, a figure that we always hate to go into, but deaths... As of yesterday, 17,189. I haven't said this for a while, but if Athens were operating with the same statistics as the state of Ohio, we would have had 793 more cases than we do presently. 
I think that's a positive statement for sure. Okay, the U.S. 331 million people live in the United States. Uh, As of yesterday, we had 29,476,000 cases. Um, Let's see here. Oh, here, here. This that can't be right. Let me let me think about that for a minute. No, it can be right. Okay. Um, twenty twenty million sixteen thousand are fully recovered. Eight million nine hundred thousand are active. There have been 532,000 deaths nationwide attributed to COVID. Okay, here's the vaccination number nationwide. 80,540,000 people. That's 24% of our nation's population. 24 and a third percent of our nation's population has been vac- vaccinated. Now, now, when I say vaccinated, I need to be clear. It's not both shots. Many of them it, For many of them, it is. But not exclusively. Yeah. If, if you've had one shot, you're at least in the vaccination system. I get my other shot, uh, my second shot, Next Thursday at 11 a.m. Okay. Well, Scott, I wanted to talk a little bit about Megan and Harry. Okay. And I asked you to kind of do a little something. <laughs> and on the other hand, we only have um, about five minutes to do it in. So, you don't have to read us anything. You, you may have an opinion, but what's going on? Do you, I mean, it just seems like we had Lady Die, right? Yes. Who died? Yeah, that was years ago, around uh, what nineteen ninety six, seven. She had had two sons. Eight. Yeah. Harry being the older of the two, right? Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Prince William was the oldest. Oh. Harry's the younger brother. Okay, I get confused. Yeah. Um, William and Kate and Harry and Meghan. I thought those two couples were doing pretty cool. Um, but then something's gone awry, and, um, do I like Harry's nature? Yes, from what I've seen of it. Do I like his wife's nature? Yes, from what I've seen of it. So why is there this war? Now, I didn't use the term, but some of the uh, rag sheets over, you know, the publicity magazines, they're using the term war between the queen and these two grandsons and their spouses, right? Particularly Prince Harry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Prince Philip is in the hospital. He's not well. Who would, in effect, be the grandfather, the queen's husband. Can you give us a short thing? Well, apparently what happened, um, according to an interview Harry did with, uh, I think, the Today Show, uh, 
He said that the toxic, these are his words, the toxic press environment Mm -hmm. in Britain was destroying his mental health. Okay. So that uh, basically is the bottom line of it. He said it's uh, rather never walking away, just kind of stepping back rather than stepping down. Uh, He said the British press were, uh, in his words, destroying his mental health. And uh, he basically said he needed to get his family out of there. Now, when you look at the way the British press has focused on the royal family forever. Constantly. um, You know, I'm sure it's done damage before. But here's someone that's finally speaking up. And saying, it isn't important important enough to me to have this continue. And so they have um, withdrawn from the family. They've moved to the United States. And yet I like their nature enough that I would think that if they eventually do become king, queen, whatever it is, it would be a step forward. I'm sure a lot of Brits would say, no way. Well, anyway, uh, we, we mentioned earlier that uh, they have consented to a two-hour interview with Oprah Winfrey that's getting a ton of advanced press. And it's a CBS item, and it will be aired live. Well, not live. It'll be aired Sunday night from 8 to 10 on television. I think I'll watch it. <laughs> I think I might try try to catch a, a bit of it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of <clears throat> what do you want to call it? Taken with Megan. I think she's terrific. And I like him too. Yeah, they're they're both very intriguing. Their life, you know, basically is uh, now committed to what public service. A lot of times, too, they speak at a lot of fundraisers and throw their support behind things like that. It seems like their efforts are always in um, in an effort to improve something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it sounds very notable to me. Yeah, absolutely. He said they got to know each other uh, pretty well when they started dating because, uh, you know, when you date someone in the royal family, According to Harry, he said uh, they they can't go out because of the press. So they spent a lot of time <laughs> in the uh, home area, probably at the Royal Palace, I'm mm. guessing. They, they couldn't go anywhere without being, you know, followed by the press. Is this one here, too? Yes. One? Okay. Two. Well, folks, uh, I thought it would be fun to uh, end the week, um, kind of like we started the show today with something kind of silly. Um, so you know uh, how much I love the islands, and uh, I'm talking about the Hawaiian islands. And we loved our three and a half years living there. Uh, I like to tease that both of my wives are still angry that we left. We were all best friends. But um, anyway, so just a little bit of Hawaiian music to settle out the show today, I think, would be in order. Given the right to be carefree and gay once again 
Someone sharing a delight There's some vibe and cocktails for two As we enjoy a cigarette <laughs> To some exquisite chansonette Two hands are sure to slyly meet Beneath a serviette With cocktails for two My head may go reading But my heart will be obedient With intoxicating kisses for the Most any afternoon at five We'll be so glad we're both alive Then maybe fortune will complete The plan that all began With cocktail Wednesday, I know of one interview we've got coming. Um, Joel Loffman. There's a new thing starting up. Um, like if you know where, um, what is it, Noe? Zoe. Zoe. Thank you. Zoe's Cafe is just two doors away. They're starting a thing called Ornery Vets Cafe. I love the title. Um, I don't. Anyway, um, the old magic video location. Yeah, Joel Hoffman, um, who actually wasn't he and his wife involved in uh, magic video? Yes, thought so. Anyway, this is an interesting program. The university's promoting it heavily. I saw two pager yesterday that they put out. We're going to talk about In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Cammie McCormick. The Senate is back in session after just a few hours off the clock. The clerks forced to spend nearly 11 hours overnight reading all 628 pages of the COVID stimulus plan. That at the demand of Republican Senator Ron Johnson. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your service, your dedication. And as for our friend from Wisconsin, I hope he enjoyed his Thursday Johnson said he wanted the package read so it would shine the light on the amount of money involved. More accusations against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Charlotte Bennett, his former aide, is one of three women accusing him of sexual harassment last night on CBS Evening News. It's hard enough sharing this story when it's true. I can't imagine what it would be like to sit here and tell you lies. I don't know who would do that. I, I couldn't make this up. 
CBS's Nora O'Donnell. She said that she wants the governor to start telling the truth. She says if the investigation finds that he conducted himself in an inappropriate way, then he should step down. And then in perhaps some grace, she says that he does have the ability to rehabilitate himself. Some lawmakers in New York are calling for Cuomo's impeachment after new reports. His 